On this episode of Over the Hump, we talk academics and some hard work in the classroom. I'm Evan Budgervich here with the Director of Student-Athlete Support, Jared Fries. Jared, what a crazy spring semester for all these student-athletes. But from your perspective and your staff, what did it take from a holistic standpoint of getting these kids ready to transition from that in-person learning to kind of this online virtual classroom setting? It was definitely a huge shift. Um, and I think, you know, looking back now, we've been in this kind of environment for a while. So we, we know more at least. Um, and you remember it was just so sudden when it first unfolded and we shifted to online initially. And then uh, it, I think that was a big part of it. it was like quickly shifting gears. So our staff, it was, it just altered everything we were used to doing, which was in person. Um, that's, you know, our bread and butter, our in-person meetings, in-person study hall. And once that's off the table, it's like, well, how do we do our jobs effectively? Because we're not going to lower the standard or the expectation because the environment shifts. And so it was very quickly saying, well, what do we have available to us to continue to access uh, communication with the students to ensure what they're doing? And luckily, um, you know, there are a lot of tools that we hadn't utilized uh, virtually. I mean, some of it was simple for me. I just FaceTimed. Uh, students right out of the gate before we really got on Zoom and you know we have some some functionality on campus with WebEx and collaborate but just any way to get in touch so there's a lot of text messages emails phone calls uh, FaceTime really got involved with the coaches I think um, there's help with communication as our students went online and then went off campus um, but I think it was getting to everyone as quickly as possible and saying do you know the new the new structure of your class um so it was it was thinking on our feet and then honestly we weren't the only ones doing it um so that was happening across the country and fortunately there while other people were in the same situation contacting other people i know who do what we do and say what are you doing what's worked what hasn't uh, the list served with our professional organization people very very quickly put out resources and shared ideas. Cause I think everybody was kind of in the same boat of like, help, uh, this is all brand new. Uh, there wasn't a playbook. Uh, I think if we have one advantage uh, within athletics is on the athletic side, the, the sports side, that's part of the culture is always adjust, adapt, um, never back down from a challenge. If it's difficult, you find a way. So um, luckily that framework was already in place, that mindset, maybe not, thinking it through from an academic standpoint of the classroom, but there was a foundation for some sudden difficulty and how do we make an adjustment and improve. Um, and so it was a lot of communication with our staff as well. Um, staying in touch with each other, a lot of phone calls, a lot of text messages, emails, um, and some extended hours, uh, especially once the students left, a lot of time zones involved, um, even students out of the country, things like that, which is a lot more organization, but, Certainly, Jared, we saw the results really reap the benefits. Over 300 kids got a, above a 3.0 GPA, which is never easy, regardless of the semester. What did you take away just as you reevaluated that year and maybe how proud you were of these kids to perform in the classroom? Yeah, the success was really impressive. I mean, you, no one knew what, what it was going to look like at the end of the semester, and especially initially just having everything shift. There's a lot of concern of, oh, my gosh, how's this going to go? Um, but, you know, our students really stepped up. Um, they did a great job of learning the new requirements, how they were supposed to function. 
um, new ways to submit and do things that maybe professors hadn't used in the past. Um, so I think just a lot of pride in, in how our students responded. Um, it would have been easy to check out kind of, especially since we left campus, but they stayed engaged. Um, and I think there was that overall push across the board of like, let's get to this finish line. Um, what's remaining now and how does that look and what's the strategy to attack it? We still had some tools within the university. They did online tutoring. So a lot of the resources that we rely on are still in place and just look, like, look different like everything else did. Uh, but it was gratifying because it was stressful. Um, I know for the students, you know, and especially the spring sports were canceled. So they had that taken out from under them. Uh, Postseason basketball, you know, we we're in the midst of all of that. So there was a lot of stress as an athlete and then added anxiety for the students. So that could have gone sideways. Um, and instead, we found a way to be really successful in, in that environment. So that was gratifying for both to see the students respond, coaches get on board to help, and then our staff really step up. You know, our advisors commit to it because it would have been easy to kind of uh, be frustrated and give in to the negativity there too, but our staff was really positive and worked really, really hard to make sure students knew what they needed to do and, and had the resources to do it. We shipped some computers out, you know, things like that, uh, making sure the tools were in their hands at home so they could be successful. And uh, there's a lot of moving pieces to track yeah, but everybody, it was an all hands on deck and the students did their part. So it was great to see. It's crazy to think now, but that mindset is, has shifted maybe even tenfold to the fall semester with the mix of kind of some virtual classes, some in person, alternating the numbers to keep people safe. And obviously that's a huge part of it. But just from an academic advising standpoint, when you're working with these kids, do you feel maybe they're more adjusted to it? Or how do you now work in this new normal of a kind of half virtual, half in person? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I think the students do a good job of being adaptable. Uh, fortunately for the one positive for the new students, this is their first experience, so they don't have uh, a background to draw from. It might be more challenging, honestly, for continuing students who have gotten used to a different format and now it's changed. Um, but they're doing a good job of being on top of it. I think one thing that was in our favor this time is we knew it would be different. You know, when it changed in the spring, it was very sudden and there wasn't a plan for it. So it was a lot of adaptation from our side, but also the faculty had to shift their instruction. Um, now everyone's had a chance to get ready. Um, so there's more preparation for sure, both with our staff, we were able to communicate more of what to expect for the students. Um, and then following up this week, starting meetings and getting the lay of the land. You're right. Uh, everybody's schedule is a little bit different. Almost everybody has an in-person class maybe on a fully online class and one or more hybrid where they go one or two days a week and are in virtual the others. So it's a lot more to juggle from a time management. It's not just knowing your class schedule. It's knowing how that class schedule rotates and shifts, uh, which is a lot for any of us to manage, but um, so far so good from what we're experiencing, I think. In a moment of brevity, I definitely would have shown up to an in-person one day and the class have been completely empty. So I do applaud these kids a couple weeks in. Yeah, they're having those moments, I think. But, uh, you know, good mistakes to be trying to do the right thing, you know. Jared, on a unique note, especially with the spring sport athletes, uh, Campbell granted an extra year of eligibility and the NCAA followed suit uh, with that legislation. I, I'm curious with some of the possibly juniors and seniors who have a chance to evaluate kind of their coursework what have those discussions been like of maybe adding a second major or a minor or kind of diversifying their portfolio? Yeah, I think one, it's 
it's nice that the university said that our students who wanted to would have that opportunity. Um, so that's been big that our students were able to make that choice to continue to use that year. Uh, but it does, it opens things up for the students to pursue um, a wider range. And for some, it, it's been individualized, you know, based on individuals goals, what they'd like to do. Uh, some have shifted to like, let's go to graduate school, at least part or all while I'm here because that's more attainable now. Uh, some are adding a major or a minor um, to extend their education while they extend their playing career. Uh, but it's really opened the door of possibilities and given the students a lot of control and ability to explore something that's interesting to them. And, you know, it's a win. I think for us and the students, they're going to get to play. We're going to get to have them around and they're going to broaden their education experience overall. So it's going to be good. Jared, I'm curious, since your role is so hands-on with these student athletes, since a lot of the fall sports are no longer fully participating, you know, they have practice, but, but no games and things like that. What have you noticed just from a morale standpoint or maybe an interest in their studies? Has that changed at all, just given the, the nature of this time? You know, that's been a topic of conversation a lot, I think, both within our unit and it's a national conversation of what's, you know, the mental health of our student athletes, if they're, how's this going to look when they don't have a season to compete in right away? Um, obviously, we're hoping they get that season back in the spring, um, so it's delayed, but it changes the fall. Instead of showing up, if you're a volleyball, soccer player, or another fall sport, football, and playing right away, it's different. Um, so I think so far, the, the attitudes that we witnessed, there's still that excitement and energy of being a new college student and ready to go. I think the continuing uh, athletes know the opportunity to, to get into a rhythm with their classes. Um, they're not traveling, so if there is an advantage, um, it, that time is now available to be a little more organized to start the semester and get off on a good start. So overall, I think the attitude has been good that we've experienced the classroom uh, part has not been um, negative. Uh, I think it's everyone knows what we're inside of is what I'm getting. Um, and so we're going to find a way to get it to to be in this environment such as it is and be successful and still have a good experience. So um, I've been, you know, pleased to see checked in with you know my team specifically asking some of those questions. How are you doing? How are you managing the format and got overwhelmingly good responses. So that was that was good for me to see because um, I wanted to know because it's it's new territory like everything else right now. Jared, you have the unique perspective of, of being a Campbell graduate. This is now your fifth year back in this role working at Campbell. So you kind of have an overarching perspective on it. So when you look at just the GPA and the academic performance of five years ago to now, that progress, both with, with GPA numbers, but also progressing degree requirements and, and things like that, what stands out to you? What are you most proud of, of what these kids have been able to do? I think uh, a couple things from from the university standpoint, like you said, just the growth, you know, we've added engineering, we've added nursing, like the, the opportunity for a quality education grows, has been growing at Campbell. And there's been more options made available that are attractive, um, not just to our student athletes, but just attractive to students overall that would want to come to Campbell now because we have these options not to go along with everything else that's good about the university. And for our, our student athletes, I think um, our GPA has consistently climbed. So that's always exciting to see that's the goal you know is to continue to get better um, and I think it's a few things uh, coaches are recruiting very intentionally to get those students that can be successful in the classroom 
Um, but our university is really invested both in the student population overall and then specifically for us with the student athletes. You see the growth inside our department of academic support, just in numbers of staff. Uh, that makes a huge difference where now there are six of us currently, but I don't know, I think it was seven years ago, there were two, um, somewhere around that range. That's a pretty steep growth curve. And that's a tremendous difference from what we do to be able to give more attention to individual students who need it and uh, to have better, more quality conversations, know their overall situation and goals at a deeper level so that we can assist them where they need it. Because we're able to identify uh, needs and not just be able to identify, but have the time and the staff to help them solve those issues. And then the university has been doing the same thing on the overall campus side of student success as a unit has added staff members and career services is growing. The tutoring services are growing. Uh, the first year experience program continues to grow. So there's all of these other support units on the main campus that are adding to our students' ability to be successful. And then we've seen that continued investment within athletics. And I think the numbers continue to speak for itself because we've you know, also increased the numbers of students in the athletic department, but not had a slowdown of the success. Um, so that's, it's really exciting to be inside of and be on the, on the climb, um, which we hope to continue. And, and Jared, to your point, my final question, over 600 student athletes, obviously, that are spread out amongst your staff. It's not like you're working with every single kid, but what are some of those rewards from, a, from an advisor standpoint of working with your individual teams and, and seeing that investment, especially this semester where there isn't that necessarily tangible, okay, we play August 22nd, for example, and there's a little more flexibility in things. Uh, I, well, I think one thing that has come out of um, the, the shift in everything we've been doing and kind of the, um, the disruption in on the athletic side for sports is it's giving it's given all of us a little more space to focus on the individual without the games, the schedule, the flurry of that. And that's not bad. We all love that part of it. We like the competition. We like to see us win um, and we hope to get that back. But without that in place, um, it was maybe time to pause a little bit more and say what's going on with you um, and let's just talk school in your own situation. And I think um, to touch back to the spring of that environment with virtual meetings, um, one thing that was my experience, I think all of our staff is we're now meeting with our students there in their home environment. So I got to see them and know them in a different way. And um, my, so my conversations were different. Like, how are things at home? Like, what's it like in your community? What are you able to do? You know, everybody's situation was a little bit different coming from all over. Um, and then even our students in, in other countries, um, being able to share with what's going on there and how they're, one thing we've all shared in is this global pandemic. Um, so I think with sports not happening, we've had time to develop closer um, relationships just with them as people and had more space to talk about their interests or, and their concerns, you know, what are their worries? What are their, what are they struggling with right now? Um, that maybe in a full schedule, there's not quite as much free space to have all of those conversations we'd like to it ongoing. So that I think has been a positive. Well, Jared, I know you and your staff have set the bar high last semester. Let's hope you can reach it or at least continue that progress. But uh, we certainly appreciate the time chatting about academics, which right now is just as important as anything. So thank you.